yo 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 happy thursday sis squad let's get it started in here let's get it started ha let's get it started in here and hey 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 five four three two one what's up sis squad my name is christine i am your joe schmo when it comes to sports knowledge I am here to ask all the questions that you would otherwise have at home. And I am Sarah, your self-proclaimed sports expert. I am here to hopefully answer all of the questions that you and Christine have so that we can teach you everything that you need to know about sports so that you can enjoy them just as much as Christine and I do. So first thing first, first things first, Christine, I wanted to, I know we've talked a little bit about the NBA playoffs and just kind of, I think I, I talked a few weeks back about the play-in tournament, but we didn't really talk as a whole about the NBA playoffs and they are coming up. So yeah, they're super soon. So let's go ahead and talk about them. So what yeah. is it? What are the, what are the NBA playoffs? Yeah. So the NBA playoffs, um, it's the postseason for the national basketball association, also called the NBA to determine which team will win the NBA title or the championship. And this year is a little bit different because the association, the NBA has introduced a play-in tournament. What is a play-in tournament? Yeah, so it expands the number of teams that makes the playoffs from eight, which is historically how many teams make the playoffs each year. And they've expanded it to 10 teams. So there will still only be eight core teams that make the playoffs. Very similar to remember my live long and prosper yes. uh, with the play in tournament. Um, this it, seed it, plays this seed and the winner of the seed plays this seed. And then they, and then they get entered into the core bracket. It's similar. So there will still be eight teams in the core bracket of the playoffs, but there will be 10 teams that have the opportunity to claim their spots in the core eight bracket of the playoffs, if that makes sense. How, how are the Hornets looking this year? I mean, are yeah. we making our way into these playoff games or excuse so, me, into the play in tournament? Yes. So as of yesterday with the Bulls loss, the Hornets have claimed their spot in one of the play in spots. So we don't have a... So only teams one through six that are ranked one through six mm -hmm. on the East and the West have a guaranteed spot in the playoffs. So teams seven through 10 are playing in the play-in tournament. So the Hornets have guaranteed a spot in that play-in tournament. We just won't know because there's still a few games left where in the play-in tournament they're going to shake out, but we for sure have a chance to make the playoffs. Oh, Let's go Hornets. Don't disappoint. I know. But why, why is there a playing tournament this year? This is a new thing. Yes, it is a new thing. It's the first year that they're doing it. And it's, um, it's become a very big, um, talking point. Let's just say, I, I feel like players are probably not very happy about it. That's what yeah, I mean, there's the one who's been most outspoken about it is LeBron. <gasps> yeah, I could have guessed that <laughs> cannot roll her eyes enough. He, actually said that whoever came up with the play in tournament should be fired, but whatever. He's also the person you like 
I always so use the term, you tickle him with a feather and he falls down and like, he pretends like he breaks every bone. Anytime that anybody ever touches him, it's ridiculous. But anytime, anyway, yes, <laughs> LeBron has complained about it. And I think there are some other players that are like, seriously, we have to play more basketball. They already really didn't have that much of a break after COVID, um, right. their COVID season last year. And so now it's just going to be more basketball, but more basketball for them means more basketball for us. Right. So I was going to say a, for fans, it's great. It is. So there's a few different, different reasons why they did the play in tournament, a few official, a few unofficial reasons. Right. So to expand the number of teams to have a chance to make the playoffs. So historically, like I said, only the top eight teams on the East and the West make the playoffs this year. It's expanded to 10 with that play in tournament, which I'll explain in a little bit mm-hmm. Two to be more exciting. And then last is to prevent teams from sitting their players and tanking at the end of the season. So Why like they sit their players, right? Just so like if they you've don't ever been to a big game and one of the players that you were there to see is just resting and isn't playing. It's like a huge, I hate that. Yes. I hate that. It's a huge disappointment. So the NBA is trying to avoid this, right? So back to your question, why would the good players sit at the end um, or sit on the bench at the end of the season and tank, right? So this is kind of, of course, a very convoluted answer. And so two parts, it's really three parts. But anyways, previous years with the standard playoff setup without the play-in tournament, teams sitting in the five spot are going to be playing the four spot, right? And the four spot, one through four has home court advantage. So... If you are in the five spot and your coach is like, hmm, the team that's in the four spot actually plays us better than the team that's in the three spot, maybe we should just sit and tank and lose a couple of games and be guaranteed a spot because you're basically guaranteed a spot. That's right. Previously, if you were eight, the eight, one through eight team or better, or eight team or better, you would guarantee your spot in the playoffs. So if you, your coach thought for whatever reason that it would be a better matchup for your team to play the three seed instead of the four seed, you may see some players and some teams, um, you know, tank at the end of the season because Mm -hmm. they want to play, you know, a team that would be a better match for them. Mm -hmm. Um, so the second reason, whenever you say better match though, are we thinking like their better match is a team that they believe they can beat? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. So a better match, like I don't necessarily want to go up against Travis in a basketball game because he's going to beat me. Well, not anymore. Right right now. Cause he's injured. <laughs> Towards ACL. Anyway, but normally I wouldn't want to play against him, right? Because he's better than I am. But you, I was going to say, you probably want to play against me either. I'm pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you'd lose, but I'm willing to take you up on that. (laughs) It'd be a better matchup for me. It would be a better matchup for me. But let's just say you might have played teams better 
and had a better record. So maybe you were a little bit higher in the rankings than Travis was, right? That was probably a terrible example, but <laughs> that's why teams will tank because they yeah, are like, okay, we've got some cushion here. We can't get home court advantage. Maybe we can lose a few games and play a team that would be better suited for us to beat, right? So right. that's the first reason. The second reason is if you are sitting in the 11 or 12 spot historically, like those teams will tank so they can have a better chance at a better draft pick in next year. But they're not in the playoffs or historically because only one through eight, but this year, because they've expanded it to 10 teams, the 11 and the 12 spots are going to be competing and fighting tooth and nail to get that 10 seed. Right. Because now it's expanded to 10 teams. So there are going to be 10 teams in the playoffs this year. Yes. If you're in the 11th or 12th spot, you guys are going to be battling each other to for that 10th spot. Right. Well, you're going to be battling for the 10th spot, which is a guaranteed spot in the play-in tournament, not necessarily in the playoffs. Oh, cheese and rice. Okay. So, so the play-in tournament is how many games? So the play-in tournament is six games total for four spots in the playoffs. So there's three games in the East and there's three games in the West. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, that seems like a lot. The setup, I guess it makes sense, the best the of three. The setup for the play-in game is, okay, so again, one seeds one through six are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs mm-hmm. in the East and the West. So only 12 teams this year are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. So then eight to 12 play each other in the play, in the playing games, seven through 10 play each other in the playing games. Okay. And then 11 and 12 fight to play in the play-in games. 11 and 12 are just like, all right, we got to turn the gas on. It's, you know, it's our last chance to potentially make the playoffs. We have a chance here. Whereas historically they were way too far away from that eight spot, right. To make the playoffs, but now it's much more attainable. So they could say, let's turn the jets on, let's turn the gas on whatever analogy you want to use, get in that 10 spot we may be able to win a couple of games and guarantee our spot in the core eight teams that are in the playoffs. I think I get it. Yay. Okay. So let me explain how the play in tournament works. So we explained why they have a play in tournament, right? So basically to expand the number of teams to have a chance to make the playoffs, to be more exciting and last to prevent the teams from sitting their players and tanking at the end of the season um, by expanding that number and from not allowing the teams that might previously in previous years had a guaranteed spot. Nobody wants to drop below that six spot because that means they would have to play in the play in tournament, which doesn't guarantee them a spot in the playoffs. So they've made it much more exciting for us. I'm sure their TV ratings are and their ticket sales are going to be going all the way through the roof, but the play in tournament is new this year. So it is a little bit, um, it is a little bit confusing, which I know just, the, you know, the things that I talked to you about earlier, um, have been a little bit confusing. So let me explain how the play in tournament works. Yes. So the play in tournament, um, are single games. So the seventh seed on the East and the seventh and the eighth seed on the East will play each other. Right. 
Okay. So this so is for the East and the West. That'll be the easiest way to explain it. So when I say seven and eight seed, I'm talking the seven and eight seed on the East and the seven and eight seed on the West. Cause remember the country, the teams in, in the NBA are divided into two conferences, East and right. West, right? right? Right, right, Okay. And then the winner of the East and the winner of the West will play each other in the championship game. So for now, you just need to look at the team's um, as two conferences, East and West, right? So the seven and eight seed from both the East and the West play each other. <laughs> they play Fingers each other. Fingers up and ready. Yes. Okay. The, this is the seven and eight. This is the seven and eight. This is the East. This is the West. Okay. The okay. loser. I'm sorry. The Are winner. I know. Right. <laughs> So I was like, wait a second. Okay. <laughs> the winner of the seven verse eight game gets entered into the core playoff bracket. So they're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. The winner of the seven versus eight, the winner gets Are entered in, the- in as the seven seed. Okay. And then the loser plays. The loser plays the winner of the nine versus 10 game. So, okay. And then whoever wins that game. Okay. So the nine, so seven verse eight, play each other nine verse 10, play each other. Right. Okay. The winner of this game of the seven verse eight gets entered into the playoffs as the seven seed. Okay. (laughs) The nine verse 10, these two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. play each other and the loser goes home oh bummer so who does the winner plays (laughs) the loser of the seven versus eight game and i can't get my fingers to touch oh so the losers play each other no wait a second hold on okay 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 so the seventh and eighth seed Play each, play each other, eight, play each other. Nine the winner and 10. goes, the winner of the seventh and eighth seed goes to the playoffs as the seventh seed. Yes. The loser of the seventh and eighth seed plays the winner of the nine and 10 seed uh-huh. and the loser of the nine and 10 seed. Bye-bye. Yes. You out. Okay. And now light bulb, we've got this game, which is the loser of the seven and eight game and the winner of the nine verse 10 game. They're right. playing each other and whoever wins this game gets the eighth spot. Got it. Okay. I get it. That makes sense. Okay, good. Perfect. I was definitely confused there for a hot second, but I get it. No, you okay. did a good job explaining it. Maybe okay, it so more. now that we've done the play-in tournament and we have eight teams left, right? So we've skinnied it down from 10 teams to eight teams mm-hmm. in the East and eight teams in the West. Mm-hmm. We've got a four-round playoff bracket set up. So the first right. round will have 16 teams eight on the East, eight on the West. The second round will have eight teams, four on the East, four on the West. The conference championships will have four teams, which will be two and two. And then the finals will have two, which will be one and one. So it's just like your normal March Madness bracket that you would otherwise see. No, it's Except not. it's smaller because you're starting at the 
elite eight, right? Or I guess elite 10 at the, in this case. No, 16. So it's 16. Um, it's 16 teams, which would be the elite eight. Yes, correct. But here's the kicker NBA playoffs. Once you've entered the core NBA playoffs teams, one through eight on the East and the West in the first round, you go from the one game, which was in the playoff games to seven game series. Oh my God. Yes. I know exactly. They're like, you guys got a break last year for COVID. We are going to work your ass out. We're well, going they, to they had the same setup in. last year. It was just all in the bubble. So they didn't have oh, to okay. travel. Yeah. So the way that it works um, this year. So instead of being in the bubble, which was a reminder, you guys for COVID last year, all the NBA teams that made the playoffs were at the world of sports and Disney world. They quarantined themselves and they played the entire playoff series and the NBA finals in the bubble. So we're kind of back to normal this year, obviously with the addition of the play in tournament and they are back to traveling, right? So when do they do best of seven again? Once the core eight teams on the East and the West are determined. Okay. That's when the so seven playing game series starts. A lot of basketball. Yes. A lot of basketball, but a lot of very exciting basketball. So the way that it works is okay. So once the core eight teams are designated for the playoffs, mm -hmm. the worst team plays the best team. So the eight seed plays the one seven plays the two, six plays the three and five plays the four. And remember that's both on the East side and the West side. So 16 total teams, right? Mm -hmm. Playing in eight total matchups, four on the East, four on the West. So let's just take the eight verse one game or series as an example. Why do they do it like that? Do Why it like do they what? do it where the best team plays the worst team? Well, because that's just, I mean, the best team has designated itself as the best team in the NBA and they have a better chance at beating the worst team in the playoffs in the NBA. So it's just like, you know, anything else, like the best team in the NFL gets a buy, right? Why do they do that? It's because it's earned. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the eight spot plays the one spot, right? So let's just take that as an example, because this will run true for the rest of the games, um, in the playoffs too, right? The seven verse two, six verse three, five verse verse four. So the higher seat has home court advantage, which and you, if you say the word words, home court advantage, you think, okay, all seven games are going to be at the higher seeds, um, home court, but that's not the case. Um, what it means is of those seven games, four of them will be at the higher seeds court. Three of them will be at the lower seeds court. So the eight verse one series, remember it's a seven game series. It'll go two at the one seed, two at the eight seed, one at the one seed, one at the eight seed, one at the one seed. So the first oh, two games- So much traveling. I know. And the last game are at the higher seeds court. And whenever you say higher seed, you mean the- Actual lower seed. You're right. Though you mean actual <laughs> lower number. 
sorry, the lower number. Yes. When I say higher seed, um, I mean, it, it's in this case, yes, it's a lower number. That's right. So the number, yeah, like the one, number one is the best. Eight would be the higher seed. Eight would I mean, be the worst. Eight the would be the seed. worst. Yes. Yeah. Um, or in this case, some of the terminology that I'm using, which is very confusing would be the lower seed. So yes, sorry. lower seed. That's very confusing, but yes, eight would be the worst team to make the NBA playoffs and they will be pay, playing number one, who is the best team to make the NBA playoffs. And they will play two at one's court, two at eight court, one at one, one at eight, one at one. Oh, so exhausting. Just that imagine means- having to travel back and forth play games, get back on an airplane, travel back to their court, play a game, travel back to home yes, court. It's just so tiring. It but is. And they usually have like a day in between for like rest. So like these yeah. series last like a week and a half up to two weeks, or if one team wins, so it's the best to, or the first to four games wins the series. So sometimes it doesn't even need to go all seven games. Right. Sometimes if the one seed comes out and says to hell with you, eight seed, we're going to win the first four games two the two games that we have at home and two games at your court, that series is over. And then that team who's moving on gets a break. Yeah. That's so nice. And it's probably much like needed at that point. Yes, exactly. They get a break until the next, um, like the next playoff series starts. Right. So, okay. We've kind of broken down playing games and the NBA playoffs and seeds too. The, yep. you know, the, so the worst team plays the best team in the beginning of the NBA playoffs. So when does all of this begin? When do the play-in games start? Yes. Yeah, so the play-in tournament starts on May 18th and it's only three days. It's the 18th and 19th, well, four days, the 18th and 19th, the 20th and the 21st. Okay. And then the actual That's soon. It's very soon. I know. What day is today? Today is the 12th. Yeah. So six days from six today. Days. So it starts next week, which is why I wanted to talk to you about it, you guys about it, so that you can be excited as excited as I am about it because this is the first time it's ever happening. And it's going to be so exciting to see because these teams are going to be so scrappy. It's going to be like the best NBA basketball that you've ever watched. Especially if you're a Hornets fan, because the Hornets are now officially in the play-in game. So I personally am super stoked to see my team fighting for a chance to be in the playoffs. Exactly. Exactly. And then from there, Christine, like we said, depending on who wins the play-in games will depend on who actually makes the, you know, the actual playoffs and the actual playoffs start on May 22nd. And then they run for two months through July 22nd. God, two months seems like a long time. I I mean, it makes sense whenever you think about it. Each series is seven games. Yep. And two weeks long. And there's four. Remember, they go from 16 teams down to two teams in four different parts of the tournament. Right. So, I mean, however many games that is, each team could potentially play 28 games. That's nuts, but it's no wonder they get paid so much. I think they get paid. I think they're the second top paid sports athlete. Yeah. Sports athletes. That's right. Number one would be baseball. 
number one would, yeah, they're the number two or soccer most paid sports athletes because number one is baseball. Oh, there's so many, so many games in the seasons a lot longer, but, um, that pretty much wraps up everything with NBA playoffs and the playing games. And we do have a couple current events to run down with you guys. And they're not, we have a few that are obviously sports related, but the one that I really want to bring up first is Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. You guys, Benifer is back and I I'm here for it. And I do believe to be honest, I think this is like a PR stunt. Like, I think oh. it's a rebound is all I think it is. It's like, I've already had a connection with you and you know, we're, we're both newly single. Let's just jet set all around the world together. Yeah. And as a reminder, you guys, just to link this back to something sports related so that we don't lose you, A-Rod and J-Lo just broke up. Remember they just went to Splitsville and A-Rod used to play baseball. So that's kind of how we're equating this to sports. But now just to update you it's, on JLo's life, I think Alex Rodriguez has, has been home playing cold play, videoing old pictures of him and well, JLo, whereas JLo's just like, bye, see ya. I'm going to get it to yourself, A-Rod. With you Ben get it to yourself. But yep. so Benifer is back. We'll see how long this goes on for. I honestly can't imagine it's going to last that long, but we shall see. Second in news is the Kentucky Derby. So there are a lot of, there's a cheating scandal going on with the winner of the Kentucky Derby, Medina Spirit is his name. And after the race, he tested positive for betamethasone, which is an anti-inflammatory. And in all fairness, these horses, like an anti-inflammatory is pretty much like whenever you wake up and have a headache and you take an ibuprofen, right? Like it just like, it- it's a pain reliever. So these horses are like work to the ground, right? They, they train so often they're constantly racing and their muscles get sore. So in his defense, I mean, to, to have a little bit of anti-inflammatory on board, like to me makes total sense. But the fact that the anti-inflammatory had beta methasone in it, which I believe is a steroid and he came back positive for that. It's just not allowed. Yeah. And the trainer has a pretty bad history with like previous horses. And he has like really crazy stories that are associated with it. So I would feel really bad for the horse. You know, I mean, you would obviously, you know, it's the horse doesn't inject himself. The trainer does. Right. So horses can't take pills themselves, can't inject themselves. It's the trainer. It's the owner who's doing it. So the trainer is the one who's behind it, not the horse, but they're doing like what's happening now? Like, is he DQ'd or what? So he's on his way to getting DQ'd, but they're doing more testing to see if they can come up with a second positive just so they are absolutely certain that it's true yeah. before they disqualify him. And if he is disqualified, then the runner up will be the winner. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. I don't even know who the runner up is. And we don't know, obviously he's not officially DQ'd you guys, but the even bigger news around this is sports betting, which we talked about last week, right? All the the bets on these horses, like what does it mean now for these people who bet all this money? That is the, probably the first thing I thought of whenever this all went down, I'm like, wait a second. So all the people who bet on Medina spirit to win and won their money, like, do they have to give that money back or what's going to happen there? We're not really sure, but we will keep you guys posted on that. end whenever we find out more in other news, 
Russell Westbrook plays in the NBA and has officially the most triple doubles of all time. He passed Oscar Robinson and Sarah very briefly, will you just explain what a triple double is? Yes. I know we've given you guys the explanation before, but a triple double, it's literally as easy as I I feel like it sounds more complicated than what it is, but it's 10 or more in any of the stat lines. So usually um, it would be 10 plus points. Um, 10 plus assists and 10 plus rebounds. They're not easy to get. And um, they're all done in the same game, right? So that's why it's called a triple double during a game. So it's a huge accomplishment. Russell Westbrook is a phenomenal player. He plays for the Wizards. So congrats to him. Last but not least, we have Tim Tebow playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars in NFL as a tight end. Yeah. A huge deal, really, because Tim Tebow won back in his career whenever he played um, in the NFL was a quarterback. Yes. Then he retired. Yep. And now he's coming back to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end. So my initial thought was it's all for PR reasons. You know, it's going to bring a lot more people to watch the to watch and talk about Jacksonville, especially now that they have. Um, Trevor Lawrence on the, as their quarterback, but yeah, what was, what was your initial thought about? All yeah. That? So my initial thought is why, you know, after all this time, which I think is kind of what everybody else has talked about, he's been out of the NFL for years. Um, yeah. and so it's not one of those situations like Rob Gronkowski where he was playing and he decided to retire and then goes and, you know, picks up and takes a year off and then plays for the bucks. He's been out of the NFL for, I want to say like at least four or five years. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. So urban Meyer, who was the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars was previously a college coach and used to coach at the university of Florida, which is where Tim Tebow went to school. So they have a relationship. So it makes sense to me. I'm just curious to see how he's going to do as a tight end, because like you said, he's got a past with being a quarterback. So we'll just have to wait and see how he does. All right, you guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up everything that you guys need to know this week. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys so much. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our Apple podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Toodaloo.